no matter the circumstance, if somebody comes up and whispers in your ear, hey, just so you know, the launch is not tomorrow, it's tonight, <laughs> to, to just go with the flow, go fluid, just like we did with the Eclipse. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds in space in general. I'm one of the two co-hosts, Matt, and with me this very early morning is the other co-host, David. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. We are, this is, this is a special uh, morning, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Early a.m. edition. Yeah. yeah. Early a.m. Uh, we got a, a special uh, episode lined up for you here. Um, special launch coming up here. Yes. Not too, not too long from now. So yeah, ex- and exactly um, thirty minutes. Yeah. So shortly after our break, literally, will be uh, the launch of the Falcon Nine rocket with the Crew Dragon capsule atop, which I will say looks awfully badass. It does. It's yeah. got that cool black we, and white we, finish. We've got the live feed going right now. We do, um, and it, it it does look it looks pretty incredible. Um, just the setup that they have going as far as the 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 actual gantry and the and the actual um, capsule itself, just everything in general looks pretty futuristic. It does, I should say. The crew um, arm, the yep. crew arm looks yep. badass. So um, everything looks tip top shape. Um, and this is just a literally just a test test launch. So yeah, yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's a big step for SpaceX, I think, because of course last year they launched, launched the Falcon Heavy, uh, and that was a big deal, first heavy lift rocket for them. This is their first step in actually launching the Crew Dragon on top of rocket, of course unmanned first. But um, they've done some abort testing with it. They've done other testing with it, but this is going to be the first official, almost as if there were humans on it type launch. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Very cool. Huge, huge step. And that's what a lot of the talk has been uh, about, like the, I guess the almost uh, coming back to life of U.S. space vehicles yep. sending humans into space kind of thing. So um, it's, it's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a big test, like I said, and uh, hopefully this goes well and we can, in the coming months... Um, see a huge progression in actually sending humans in a U.S. vehicle into space and into the space station and, and beyond. So Yeah, I think they said even yep. as soon, assuming this launch goes well, uh, as soon as this summer. Yeah. Which would be pretty cool uh, to have a SpaceX group of, you know, NASA-selected astronauts that are on a SpaceX crewed mission. Um uh, SpaceX manufactured mission, I should say, and yeah, that'd be a first, and it would be really neat to see it uh, go up to the ISS and dock and do whatever it needs to do. Because if we're for the last eight or so years, we've been on this the Russian Soyuz program, yeah, and yep. um, as we've talked before, it's a very reliant rocket, but it, it is outdated, and yep. it could be better. So here yep. we are. Here we are. Yes. So here we, we are. are. Here for episode 19. Episode 19. And what time is it? It is right around 2.15, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yep. It's 2.15 in the morning. Yep. Um, but we're... That's the that, that, that's why we're here. We're here to... We talked about this a couple weeks in advance. We thought, yep. okay, let's, let's do it. Let's stay up late. Let's get this all going into the launch. Yep. Make the sacrifice. Stay up. And... What did we do? We got a Mountain Dew. We got a couple beers in us. Yep, we do. Uh, uh, some Taco Bell. You know? Yeah, we so did. Late we, night, fourth meal. We're 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 ready to go. We got all the vitamins we need. Yeah, both yeah. got our NASA t-shirts on. Yeah, got the NASA t-shirts. I on. got my PJs on. I saw honest. you put yours on, so yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put mine on. It's PJs. But, it's yeah. uh, it's two fifteen in the morning. Yeah, it's only natural. You kind of have to. Yeah, can't be wearing jeans. It's only natural. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, we've had some beers yep. in us. We're currently drinking the uh, Brewery Vivant is where we started this evening. Yep. We're going to be cracking this one yep. here, the Something World Nordic Porter. 
Nordic. Which is, uh, it it caught both of our eyes because of the the label they have, which is very elegant looking. Yeah, take a peek um, at that. That is uh, very that's, elegant. That's very, very good here. It's clean. It's, uh, I think you said, it, well, what is it, what is it look like to you let's take a let's take a the um well the very bottom if you look at the bottom of the actual label it looked it looked to me like a neptune so i i kind of thought oh that that caught my eye but uh and then above that looks like similar to jupiter maybe i don't know but yeah that's what what i I thought too i think that uh, the bottom looks a lot like neptune actually because it's got that uh that distinct color Yep. And if you look closely, even in the bottom left corner, uh, like where the south pole of Neptune would be, there's like a little bit of like that kind of whitish color like you yep. see in the photos of Neptune. So, And then the top does look a lot like Jupiter. So I think I'm hoping that's what they were going for. Something world they kind had, of sounds spacey. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they uh, they were thinking that. So very, as... probably one of the cleanest labels we've seen yeah. and uh, really cool, especially from our hometown brewery of Brewery Vivant, Belgian Mission local sorry belgian tradition local mission yep. is their slogan yep. so um yeah we started that evening out which seems like forever ago uh there that was um at seven way back at 7 p.m 7 30 p.m yesterday yeah yesterday yeah so, so but uh, you know that's that's why that's why we're here we're uh, we're here to uh, you know teach the youngins to you just have to rally <laughs> yes when you, you when you when you have a huge launch like this you know if had this been 4 a.m., I still probably would have tried to get up and yeah. at least watch it. Maybe not do the podcast, but watch it. But, you know. Might have needed four, a nap. Quarter to three, you know, 3 p.m., you know, it, it has been a long week. It's been a work day, you yes. know. But, hey, we're still here. Yeah. This is what we want to, we want to provide this legacy to the youngins coming up through the ranks <laughs> yes. so they can they can just they can they can see us and they can go okay i want to be like those guys i want to stay up till two o'clock yep talk in the morning space. talk about space watch a launch because you never know the next the actual launch that goes the actual mission that goes to mars could be a late one yeah we got to set the set the bar you have to be prepared you, you set have that to bar stay, high you have to stay fluid yeah and we're staying fluid we're very fluid uh, we're full of fluid so, <laughs> full of fluid right now yes uh we've had uh plenty of beverages this evening and we're really we're really happy to be here so it, it was uh we do have to do a quick shout out to um to my good friend jake siddle he is uh he's a champion and uh the reason being and we'll be I'm I'm happy to admit this. It's difficult sometimes when you have a launch that is in the early a.m. Um, you might think, okay, this is launching on Saturday at 2:49 a.m. So your mind is thinking Saturday night. So that's what we thought. We said, yeah. well, let's plan for Saturday night. Yeah. Um, what we actually realized, and Jake Siddle pointed out to us. Shout out, Jake Siddle. Um, at DJ Sid on Instagram, he uh, uh, he pointed out, hey, you know what? Uh, Saturday at two forty nine. That's that's tonight. In terms of what we were thinking, as Friday night. Yeah. Right. To me, it, it still feels like Friday night. Unbetwixt to us. Yes. So we, um, we did not quite realize that meant Saturday, like in a couple morning, hours, as yeah. in Saturday two a.m. Right. Yeah. So we were thinking this Saturday night, as in um, past midnight. That would have been, of course, Sunday at two forty-nine a.m. on our logic. Um, so thanks to him for pointing that out to us, because we would have uh, probably would have missed it. Well, I don't know if I would have missed it, but I, we would definitely wouldn't be recording. Right it now. would have been a shock tomorrow morning had I woken up and uh, saw saw some uh, yeah. social media on the actual launch. I would have gone. Oh, Wait a shit. sec, that might have been a, maybe, was it a different launch? Did I, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it would have been, it would have been a bad situation. And so yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks to him again. I mean, it was a situation weird. It was really weird. I mean, I remember thinking when he first messaged me, I thought he was pulling a prank on us. Yeah. Can I get these guys to record a podcast at 2.49 in the morning and there not actually be a launch? Well, uh, to our surprise, we just yeah. had the date wrong and... um 
that's why we uh, we're happy we have people well, that support us because uh, yeah. Well, you know, you get kind of tunnel visioned with uh, your everyday life, and indeed, you, you kind of think, uh, you know, in terms of uh, what what you have going on that day, you don't really maybe a lot of times it doesn't occur, you know. So, I guess in this. In this example, it just didn't occur. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't occur. Like I said, the thought I, just didn't didn't occur. Yeah, really. I, I I still feel like it's Friday night. It's like we you know we worked a full day, eight to five, and then yeah. we're here. And it's uh, we went to Vivant for, for dinner, had a few uh, out to lunch, had just, a few sodas, <laughs> just having some sodas out to lunch, and uh, <laughs> and then we're like, wow, well, and and I think uh, you know that's we're we're only human. Yeah, it's only gonna, human. It's gonna happen. The, I think uh, the moral of the story is is uh, it's good to get out, enjoy your local brewery wherever you're going. And, yep. And get out and look up. And this is tonight, any night. This is what we want to preach to people: is no matter the circumstance, if somebody comes up and whispers in your ear, "Hey, just so you know, the launch is not tomorrow; it's tonight." <laughs> Or hey, just so you know, you know, if maybe you're out walking around and it's July in the middle of the summer and somebody says, Hey, there's a meteor shower tonight. Yeah. Let's go check it out. Yeah. It's it's the same kind of thing. And your friend Jake. Yes. My friend Jake yes. too. Um provide us that opportunity tonight. Exactly. To uh to, to just go with the flow, go fluid, just like we did with the eclipse. We yeah, you, know? you have to with the eclipse, and, yeah, and it, so. it's a weather-related thing, just like a launch, and so it's only natural to stay fluid. And this was just an exercise in that. Hey, exactly. May, maybe we meant to do it. Yeah, may, we did. It was a uh, on-purpose. Um, yeah, so take that, Jake. Yeah, yeah on-purpose <laughs> maneuver. And at the end of the day, it ended up working out because we got some sweet beer here. Yeah, we did. We're sipping on. Yeah, and, yeah. The, uh, uh, what is it? The something world. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're back at the uh, Pub 39A. And if you're watching this on our uh, YouTube video, yep. On uh, we'll, we'll share some of this on Instagram, um, maybe on Twitter too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But we've got the Pub 39A mirror. If you haven't noticed this yet, this has been part of the feature of the um, some of the videos that we've shared thus far. Um I got that uh, from my family for Christmas, actually. So, it's pretty sweet. Probably pretty the sweet. best Christmas gift ever. Yeah, it's it's got it's it's uh, a Saturn V rocket on a mirror. What else can you ask for? And it's the name of the pub, I, which I named Pub Thirty Nine A after Pad Thirty Nine A, which is where the launch is taking place tonight. It is. So. Yeah, historic Pad Thirty Nine A. I love it when. When newscasters say those words, tonight launching from historic Pad 39A. Yeah, just gets me jacked up. Yeah, not gonna lie. So, yeah, it's uh, tingle up my spine. Yeah, absolutely. We're so we're here, and uh, yeah, and, and like David said too, you know, we've still got the two GoPros going. We've got the master cam going, and we've kind of tried to um, figure out what might work best for us with the YouTube thing. And what we realized is. You know, if, if folks want to listen to our whole podcast, they can do so via any number of platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, Stitcher, any of those radio podcast type apps. But if you're going to sit here and watch, unless you're really into it, which hopefully maybe there are some people, there's probably not a lot of people that will watch a full hour video on YouTube. So what we figured is we'll just take advantage of the 15 minutes or so of the Better of the situation we have with our camera yeah. and just make it, we're calling it the first stage, like the first stage of a rocket. And, um, first 15, the first 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's the first stage and, uh, we're going to be posting that to the YouTube every month. And then we're going to chop that up into eight to 12, probably segments. So you have your first stage on YouTube and then those little segments, given that Instagram has a one minute cap on video, um, those little clips will be just additional opportunities to promote the podcast, of course, but also the first stage video. So, yep. so be on the lookout for that. We're going to continue to try to uh, hone that hone that in over the course of the next uh, few weeks, I think. Yeah. And, um, yeah. 
yeah, we're really looking forward to it. It's a lot of fun to have the GoPros here, show off the beer that we're drinking, uh, have the master cam to kind of get the full feel of where we are at. Get the like get it. the vibe going. Get yeah. the get the atmosphere. Yeah, get a feel. Almost feels like uh, you know the audience is here, kind of thing. But yeah. uh, you know, I think it's a good thing. But more and more, uh, I think uh, prevalent in in today's uh, world with uh, the the podcast and the radio shows and all that. So we mm-hmm. we thought we'd give it a try. Absolutely. Um, but I want to ask it. What do you? What are your thoughts on the launch tonight? as far as your, I guess, vision for like, and everybody has kind of like an expectation for like the future of manned space flight. What mm-hmm. do you think tonight means? And the, the, you know, I guess maybe, is there any kind of fear in the back of your mind? Maybe this thing blows up on the pad. Yeah. I, I feel like, um, you know, given SpaceX's success in the Falcon <laughs> 9 launch, over the last few years and with the Falcon heavy and everything, they have somewhat perfected the Falcon nine booster. And so I think the actual launch itself will be just fine. The departure from that core booster uh, is going to be a big moment several minutes into the launch. Um, but I, I, I still, I have full confidence in them to, to, um, do that successfully the interesting part is going to be that next, I think they said about 27, 28 hours when the Crew Dragon is in Earth's orbit and it's going to be engaging in rendezvous with the ISS. That is where I feel like they um, have the most room for error because it's it's really a big challenge, of course, rendezvousing with a satellite. And uh, I, I, don't have any, I don't have any doubt that they can't do it, um, but that will be where I'm going to be keeping my eyes keen to to watch in the the updates yeah. so i think as far as the 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 manned launch part it, this it really is a huge step because it like we were saying earlier it's been uh since 2011 since the united states has launched human beings up off of a pad on our soil mm-hmm. and that's a that's a long time yeah so this is a big step and i think it's only going to propel you know you've got the boeing starliner which is very similar in many ways um, launching on top of a United Launch Alliance booster. That's going to be taking place test launch probably next month. So then you've got two competing programs that both have NASA contracts in the form of Boeing and SpaceX, both now with a manned capsule that's been tested, at least in the as far as this spring is concerned. And that competition will start to brew, and you'll see a lot of people go up into space, I think. Yeah. But well, what are your thoughts? Um I think this is a uh, it's a huge step, and I'm I'm glad that they are moving in this direction. As far as I, I know, like the long term plan is for Starship, and right. I think this is this is the building block to get to that point. So if this goes okay, then you know I look at it in terms of back in the day with you know going from our early stages in NASA to going to Apollo. Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of the the step to go to Apollo, and obviously nowadays the safety concerns are much greater, yeah. Uh, because back in the day they they were faced with, you know, uh, a time stamp on when they needed to get into space and get to the moon. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little bit, you know, they can sort of take their time and wait for the funds to come in, and wait for the right moments, and wait till the sh- basically the vehicle's ready to go. Yep. Um, I think this is a good opportunity to prove that the vehicle's ready, ready to go, and the capsule is ready to take humans into space. Yeah. And once this gets going, I think this is going to be, this is going to be one of those vehicles that they're going to just keep using. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, this, 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 this thing's basically going to stay active while Starship's going to do its thing, but this is just going to uh, sort of a proof of concept for their capsule mm-hmm. and i think it's pretty badass because you look inside this capsule this thing i mean it looks like it's star trek yeah you know it's it, a cadillac it's of, yeah so it, it looks like a cadillac basically yeah. yeah so it's this is pretty cool i'm i'm excited hopefully it, it actually works i think the crazy thing to me and this is always this is my fascinate fascination with space in general and with apollo and everything just the fact that they're rendezvousing this thing with the space station, which is mm-hmm. like, they're basically they're I mean, they're going 
well, well, way faster than a bullet at this point to mm-hmm. try to rendezvous with this thing. I mean, and it takes like I can't, I can't honestly imagine having to figure that out and yeah. to get the thing to dock with a space station going that fast and figuring out the right moment that they have to launch and all this kind of stuff. So we were talking a little bit before this as far as the timing of the launch mm-hmm. to 2 a.m. You know, obviously yeah, the weather the, the weather has to do a lot with it, but um, it, I would be very interested to actually sit down and just talk to a couple of people there and just see what yeah. all goes into your timing why did you choose this time why did you know all this kind of thing um that would be very interesting but i think this launch proof of concept and just get humans on inside the capsule and get and actually launch humans to the space station is going to be a huge thing so if this goes well we're good to go i think but. I, yeah i agree i think it's uh it's a huge a huge step and especially too for spacex in general just because this summer they had some issues you know elon musk is a very uh, emphatic person you know he's someone that is extremely passionate about what he does but also has there's some shortfalls at that in the fact that he's um a little bit loose on things like twitter um yeah. or on podcasts where he was uh you know engaging in some questionable behavior at least as uh you know his status of uh, where he's at with SpaceX, so that NASA, rightfully so, and like what we saw, we spoke about a few episodes ago, launched a full-blown, you know, kind of safety like, check, yeah, safety uh, audit, yeah, yeah. And, and and this will be, uh, and and that's still ongoing. I think it, it's mm. still well with you know ongoing, but this is a an opportunity for SpaceX to really show them that you know they've got their their shit together. They're they're here and um, they're not messing around. You know, we they're like we launched Falcon Heavy last year. That was a huge step for space travel. Look at what we can do now. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big deal. Um, and like you said, it looks awesome. It's got that cool black and white paint scheme with the crew arm and looks very futuristic. It's Yeah, um, yeah we are currently, I just looked at my... What are we at? T minus nine minutes. So we are uh, counting down the minutes now. And that's one of the fun things that we haven't revealed yet, but we're going to be, um, we're going to be watching this live. Yep. Uh, as we record the second half of the podcast. So we'll be taking a break here in a few minutes. Um, probably uh, give ourselves a second to set up the video, and then we'll watch the, the live stream. So yeah. It's going to be pretty, uh, pretty awesome. It, it should be. Um, and I think, uh, you know, the, the, basically like the initial tests are going, and we have a friend who's actually there that we've actually spoken to on this podcast. Brady, yep. the photographer. So, yeah, Brady Kennison. Well, it'll be interesting to actually get in touch with him after the fact and just get his his thoughts on everything. He's been sharing photos um, from just outside the vehicle assembly building. Yeah, at at the Cape, um, which to me that's that would be a dream to be there right now and actually see that for sure. Um, so it's cool to have this kind of thing, this hype going on for this. Um, this is a big deal because it's like like we said it, it's been a long time since we've had a vehicle um, that's capable of sending humans, Americans, or you know, from U.S. soil mm-hmm. up to space. So um, this this is a big deal. It's a big step, and uh, I think this is gonna kind of carry the momentum going in the next handful of years. So I think so because it it is that mm. it is that very necessary bridge to manned flight. Something like the Falcon Heavy is amazing. It's an amazing feat of engineering and science, but there wasn't a purposeful, you know, payload atop. We mm-hmm. had Starman, which was great. Nothing against Starman and the Tesla roads they're flying around in the solar system at this point. But the, you know, what what was inside that fairing was not a um, a capsule in any way that was meant to hold human beings. So eventually maybe but this is now a capsule that is you know very much set every single aspect of this launch is meant to even from the time that they removed the crew arm from the from the uh um the whole pad everything is is set as if there were astronauts aboard yeah. um and it'll be really cool to watch so and yeah 
and pretty soon we'll, we'll you know that that's the thing is it, it, it it's exciting to see because this is the foundation that's gonna provide us the springboard to go to mars yeah, so yeah this is kind of this is historic because you're gonna see a vehicle in how many years time that's actually taking humans to mars on the same pad right and uh that's gonna be nuts yeah. so this this is gonna this is kind of like like we said this is people shouldn't take this lightly um this this is a big deal if this is successful it, it's going to change everything from here on out the next handful of years so yeah um it opens the gates yep yep so i'm looking forward to it yeah we're at t-minus six minutes now so uh we'll go ahead and take a quick break and uh we'll be back with you in a few if you're new to the to the podcast we always break the podcast up into two halves with just a short you know 15 30 second uh music intermission in between so uh don't worry we'll be right back with you and we're gonna we're gonna get and capture our live reaction to this uh, uh crew dragon test launch uh live so we'll yep. be back in just a moment Welcome back to the Eclipse on Tap podcast. We are now back from the break. We are at T minus one minutes and forty seconds. One forty until launch, and we have this kind of lined up. We have it on my TV, which is in the other room, but we also have it on a iPad right here. Yep. So uh, we're we're able to watch this with everybody, um, and uh, this is this is exciting. There's a lot that goes into this lead up to the launch and there's yeah. so much that can go wrong yep. that i think a lot of people don't really realize but yeah it's uh it's an underestimated uh point in time because there's so many things on the checklist that are happening right now we're at t-minus one minute now and the amount of things that are occurring are just insane so what we'll do is we'll cue in the audio um kind of a, a light audio uh, as we're talking here in the final cut of the podcast, T minus forty Page seconds, and forty um, seconds. Yeah, we'll 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 prepare it together uh, in the end so that you can kind of, if you didn't get to see it, hopefully you can um, kind of listen along with us. T minus thirty seconds now. T minus thirty seconds. Just got the T minus thirty. Yep, from the official SpaceX yep. audio. This is cool. This is the first time we've done this. Yeah. Oh, we've got some action happening. Stage one, pressing for flight. So we're actually okay, listening to the NASA audio. T minus 10. 10, Ten seconds. 9, 8, eight 7, seven six, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Ignition, liftoff. We've got, oh man. It's up. Oh man. It's up. Oh baby. Vehicle is pitching down right Man, night launches are so cool. This is awesome. This is... I wish I was there. Man. So far, so far, it's flawless. Yeah, it has not... Like, uh, that's, the, that's the thing that's crazy about this vehicle. It's like every launch has been just so smooth. Yeah, with the nope. Falcon 9. Yeah, yeah just, it's just been... Yeah. They've perf they've nearly perfected it. I mean, and they, now the fact that they can l land the the booster and everything—it's just it's insane. Power and telemetry nominal. Oh, SpaceX started the music now. That you know they're feeling good. Yep, yep. For those of you just joining us, you are watching a live view of the Falcon 9 rocket as it We're at T plus one minute now. The uh, Crew Dragon is atop the Falcon 9, and it is so far. Completely nominal. Max Q, which is the point of maximum aerodynamic pressure on the vehicle. Max Q. As you can hear in the background, the excitement at SpaceX headquarters is unbelievable here. I think that's the the, the cool thing is they do have the audio from SpaceX um, from all the employees. All the people that worked on this make it possible. Yeah, but it's really cool to hear all the cheering. Yeah. 
reduce aerodynamic loads on the vehicle. Uh, it is now throttling those engines back up. Too cool. So far, we're yeah, coming up on yeah T plus two seconds is going to be three events in quick succession. The first one is going to be the main engine cutoff or Miko. That's when the nine Merlin one D engines that you can see on your screen right now uh, will cut off uh, shortly before a stage separation at two minutes and thirty eight seconds. Stage separation after coming that, up the here. Merlin vacuum engine on the bottom of the second stage of the Falcon Nine will ignite. In what we call second engine start or SES, that'll be at two minutes. <laughs> SpaceX commentary is a little so stand shaky by for here. Main engine cutoff, stage separation, and second engine start. We each have a uh, just about twenty. Almost kind of a weird now. little comment. Yeah, a little, a little bit of a. There. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it, it, it sounded unexpected. Yeah. It sounded like he wasn't ready <laughs> just for that some, one. Just some some random dude just chimed in there, but. So we're at T minus uh, five seconds here for the stage separation. Here we go. There it goes. Wow, that's awesome. And so is the plan for this actual mission is to actually have that booster land near the pad is that correct or is that yeah it's going to okay. land um did they say if it was land or sea landing i i'm not that's what i'm trying to figure out if it was actually going to be near the pad or if it was going to be on a a platform a drone ship yeah drone ship but i guess we'll find out yeah from the first stage as it makes its way back down towards the earth uh let's go down to lauren and dan for updates on that first stage recovery so the second stage is now uh, well on its way into Earth's orbit, and um, Crew Dragon's still atop that second stage. Stage one also has a secondary mission that it is performing right now, which is getting ready to come back to the drone ship and land. Drone ship. Okay, so it is going to be landing on a drone ship. Okay. Which is starting at T plus seven minutes and forty-eight seconds approximately. Uh, There's like some weird intermixing here between NASA yeah. and SpaceX. I think yeah. it's, <laughs> it's kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. That's the that like back back in the Apollo era. That's the crazy thing is that once there was that the first separation, that stage is just floating off, and it it's basically either gonna orbit the Earth or it's gonna burn up. And it, in most cases, it would just eventually burn up in the atmosphere. The technology now has gone so far to the point where, I mean, obviously we saw it when they first started launching Dragon and then Falcon 9. Yep. um, And then Falcon Heavy. Yep. um, Where it was, it got to a point where it's now it's like you can literally, you have boosters that can re-land themselves, which is ridiculous. It's like, Star Wars, Star Trek yeah, kind of stuff. It's insanity. But and especially with it makes it even crazier now. It's like for, to the average person when it's a night launch, you know, yeah. when you're when you're actually thinking, okay, this thing's gonna land itself on a yeah, on a drone know, ship, drone ship, completely yeah. blind as yeah. far as light is concerned. Obviously, it's using, it's not actually visualizing it per se, but um, to the naked eye, it's just such an incredible feat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're five, a little over five minutes into the launch now. So the, the booster should be um, about halfway back down into the atmosphere, heading towards the drone ship. I think this node here, that next node is the booster landing. Okay. They've had some mixed success with the booster landing, uh, of course, over the course of the entire time they've tried it. Right. But Keep of late, out, they've been very successful with the drone ship. And then, yeah, this guy. I love that, that, that they've got the mannequin and the capsule. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah, his name's Ripley. So now you've okay. got Starman floating about. And uh, his twin, Ripley, is uh, aboard the Dragon capsule, which will be... Uh, docking with the ISS, uh, ISS in a couple of days. Continues to be nominal on stage two. Back to NASA now, and they apparently don't have much to say. No. These are the coolest shots, especially at night. Yeah. With the 
which point Mvac will Just shows down. you, I don't know, I feel like I get a better sense of how powerful that thing is. Yeah. We're just under a minute away from that entry burn on stage one that I Entry burn. Before. Okay. So just under a minute until entry of stage one. Yeah. So it starts launching those little rockets um, to keep it at bay from just smashing down into the earth. It's amazing. So far, c continuing a completely flawless launch. Sorry, we're over seven minutes since that liftoff. Feels like it was 30 seconds ago. Continuing to carry Dragon up. It's going to make it to that initial orbit after it separates. The separation coming about a minute after that second stage cutoff. And this thing is going at this point two, faster than, well, good. faster than a bullet. Yeah, what does it say there? It's, yeah. Is it, is it here? Yeah. 17,000 miles per hour. And counting. And counting, like, at a ridiculously yeah. fast pace. That's, that's the crazy thing to me is, like, yeah, you have to put all these things into perspective um, this thing isn't just floating up like a balloon, right? You know, this thing is hauling Stage ass, <laughs> yeah, quite literally. There's the entry point. Oh, what a cool shot that is with the yeah, the shot there. It's just like that game on the app. Yep. Except I can't land it. There's an app that allows you to land a SpaceX booster, just as you see it here. And it is extremely difficult. Nothing as difficult, though, as real life, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> if it was that easy, then yeah. a lot more people would be doing it. I wonder if it landed. Oh, yeah, they just said they lost the feed. So that's kind of like Falcon Heavy yeah. where they lost sight of it for a second there. I couldn't really tell if it was even closely, you know, you couldn't even see where the yeah, drone ship basically was. It, yeah, with, with it being a night landing, yeah, it looked like it was, you know, about to be... To that point where it was going to land and then all of a sudden just cut out, so I don't know. Yeah. And people are clapping. Stage one landing burn is supposed to start. At the start of that burn, stage one will be traveling at 275 meters. A lot of clapping in the background, so. Yeah. It's going to bring that from 275 to zero. We did just hear that stage one landing burn has started. This guy on the, uh, on the commentary is a little goofy. I think oh, this is... Oh, here it is, here it is. All right, let's see if we get it. Wow. It did. That's crazy. Keep us 10 minutes. That is badass. 10 minutes up, 10 minutes down. Boom. Yeah. Not even 10 minutes down. Ten minutes totally elapsed time, and that booster is back. That is incredible. That is ridiculous. Not even a hitch. Did she say 500 kilometers? Yeah. That's insane. It's like in the middle of the ocean. That is insane. incredible yeah i do yeah. love hearing the spacex employees you know get get excited yeah. and i love this shot too with the mannequin inside yeah it, it's uh i would call this a successful mission yeah uh, so as long as we can dock with the space station yep uh, the launch was successful yeah yeah so that will occur over the next um 24 hours or so they said it'll take a, a bit of time for it to to match the uh, orientation of the ISS it'll kind of be catching up to it so to speak yep but there's this last there stage is. separation here you're looking at a view from the top 
of the second Sometimes stage of the Falcon 9 activity, rocket. He says. And yeah. Hard to make out in we the shadow see. of the Earth, but that is the we'll see. We'll see what they have in store for us next uh, year. But so far, I'm very impressive with the landing of yeah. the booster. Yeah, incredible. This is yeah. a great that, day for everyone here at SpaceX and NASA. Uh, let's go back over to Gary Johnson and see how they're handling it over there. Uh, it's kind of crazy over here. I wonder if this how guy is, is with SpaceX here, or what? I think he is. Yeah, yeah that, that's a SpaceX guy. This okay. is the NASA guy. Thanks, Tom. We were uh, definitely enjoying hearing uh, some of the cheers from over you guys. Well, you can actually kind of see behind us. We got quite a number oh, wait, of cheers here. I don't know. Either way, one, one way or the other, there's like a weird combination of broadcasting going on here. Yep. That's uh, uh, so yeah, resulting in a bit of. So 6 a.m. 6 a.m. I will not be up in time to watch that. No. I don't think I will be either. No, no. But I think that that's about a wrap on as far yeah. as what we what we yeah. can see tonight. As far as the uh, yeah activity that we can see tonight, um, sounds like everything was successful um as far as the launch is concerned uh the landing of the booster everything of that nature so um i think we're we're on track on this one but we'll continue to to keep an eye on it and uh hopefully uh hopefully we have a good outcome here yeah it's a it's an incredible success and i think it's undermined by the fact that um it seems like such a, a routine thing now to launch yeah. those up, and it's really not in any way, shape, or form. It is a, I mean, the fact that they're landing a booster on a drone ship in the middle of the night, yeah, 500 kilometers from the shore where it launched from, that is insane. We're just going to yeah. switch our feed back over to our headphones here. Yep. Good. Yep. All right, we're back. So we're back. The, the launch was uh is complete. Yeah. Launch complete. Um yeah, I mean, like I said, I think this is uh if this all goes well, I think this is a huge huge stepping stone and turning point as far as getting people back into space cuz that I think you can launch rockets you can launch the same iteration of a rocket, you know, multiple times in a month and all that, but mm -hmm. until, and, and launch payloads and all that, but until the, the main goal is to go to Mars and go to, or go to the moon and then go to Mars or whatever the, the plan might be. But this is the stepping stone when you actually send a, a capsule capable of actually sending humans up into space. Yeah, absolutely. And, and being it, being that it is so refined too, as you stated earlier, it is the Cadillac of capsules. You know, you're not talking about, um, you know, the the Mercury capsule that Neil Armstrong was stepping into, or sorry, the Gemini capsule that Neil Armstrong was stepping into, uh, that looked so rigid and raw um, and so exposed, like a tin can. Yeah, um, yeah. just incredible the fact that they've just taken so many things into consideration when it comes to um, the design of the interior, exterior, um, the way that it fits around the booster, of course. And it will be interesting to see now what Boeing does because Boeing yeah. doesn't have the full package. They've got the capsule, but they are going to be utilizing United Launch Alliance's booster. Yeah. So. Hey, I think it's creating a... Uh sort of a, a mini commercial space race um, to yeah. a degree. But um, I think hopefully we can see NASA, you know, take Orion to the next level as well. And I, I, I think they're, they're close to doing that down the road. Um, but I think this is a huge step. You know, we're finally seeing somebody do it. Somebody's, yeah. you know, and it happens to be SpaceX. And they're the ones that are have been getting the most, you know, notoriety for all the things that they're doing on their, their front yeah. um, with, you know, Falcon Heavy and then coming up with the, uh, um, you know, Starship and all that kind of stuff. Like all those things are in the future and they're, they're going to happen within the next 10 years mm -hmm. um, or earlier, you know. Um, but I think this is a huge, huge deal because this is not only going to 
push. I think, honestly, I think other countries are going to see this and go, okay, well, we need to maybe up the ante here because mm-hmm. China's got some stuff in the works. Yep. Um, you know, obviously the Soyuz rocket, like, I think there's other countries who are going to see this and go, okay, well, all right, let, let's let's up the ante. Let's let's, yeah, let's, let's get on par, get on yeah. get on pace with everything else. And then obviously the the little um, kind of bubble, the the commercial bubble that we have with the the commercial flights that they want to take up there. I think a lot of these smaller companies are, are I mean, not really small companies, but large companies that are putting together like you know actual rockets, actual vehicles that they're going to take humans on commercial flights into space i think that's yeah. gonna, this is going to fuel that this is the first step so yeah absolutely like if they can if spacex here can prove that um they can flawlessly launch the thing to the iss why you know why is you know like anyone that's doubting them as far as why can't we launch people commercially why can't we launch um you know completely own that nasa contract for supplies goods and cargo and crew up to the iss they're really putting their their uh, their reputation out there. I mean, yeah. if this thing failed or fails, um, this is going to be a kind of a glitch in the whole process. Um, but like I said, you know, you've got Boeing coming after, and and theirs is is different for sure, but similar in a lot of ways too. The difference being, and it's kind of I don't know if you've seen the the Starliner atop the united launch alliance vulcan rocket but yeah. what's kind of weird is is that because they're not actually manufacturing the core um it looks like it doesn't fit on there right like correctly like it's kind of bubbled out and then yeah. the actual core comes way in and so to mitigate forces uh you know aerod- aerodynamic forces that would negatively affect the core or the lower stage rocket um they've included this lattice structure around the outside of the um, actual capsule. Uh, it kind of, you know, it's like a, like what you'd see arrows, you know, in a golf ball or what it, like little dimpling and yeah. things like that so to try to give it a better flow. And it's something that obviously SpaceX didn't have to worry about because the Dragon capsule perfectly formed into the top of the, of the Falcon 9. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, the, yeah, the Dragon capsule right into the Falcon 9. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes too. Yeah, it's kind of a, a dual effort there between United Launch Alliance and Boeing. So I think we're about to see, um, and and we're looking, we're watching it now. Just the evolution um, of these vehicles that are eventually going to send people to the moon again and and into Mar and to to Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be like this is the first iteration of it. I think. You know, down the road in the coming months and the coming years, we're going to see stuff that is going to make us turn our heads and go, okay, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with SpaceX and Starship is something that's going to be, if that thing, you know, actually comes to fruition, which I believe it will, mm-hmm. that thing is going to be unbelievable. Yeah, um, yeah, just... You know, so this is the first step to that, though. And I, I think... We, you know, we, we, we haven't seen something like this in quite some time, mm-hmm. something capable of launching humans into space from Cape, the Cape, um, from the, Cape. the pad. Yes. The and, pad uh, 39A. Yeah. And it, I think this is going to be, I think this is a vehicle that they're probably going to end up, it'll evolve along the way, but I think they're going to use this thing mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And, uh. I think on top of that, obviously they'll use, they'll keep developing their much bigger vehicle that's going to take people, you know, to the moon and Mars and beyond. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be one of the the staple, I think, vehicles that they'll use. Yeah, the Falcon Nine with the Crew Dragon on top is going to become a is going to go down in history. Is potentially, if this is flawless and they continue to become flawless, it could go down as one of the most efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, crew carrying vehicles that's ever launched from a pad yeah um you know you could argue that the soyuz is among that currently or the space shuttle um but as far as efficiency is concerned with the reusability taken into consideration it's incredible like i think spacex wins out all day because of the uh, the fact that they're reusing the dragon they're reusing the 
Falcon 9 booster. There's very little that they aren't reusing. Yeah. Um, which is just mind blowing to think that ten years ago that wasn't even a qu- that wasn't a thing. Yeah. You know, like the space shuttle, even just so much of that. Yeah. Obviously, that they relanded the orbiter, but a lot of that that rocket was uh, was just disintegrated. Yeah. Within um, the first, you know, literally. 10 minutes of the flight yeah. most of it had it was just gone yeah and it, it ended up just being the shuttle uh yeah i think the srb uh, they could reuse a a fair bit of the solid rocket boosters when they landed back in the ocean but the actual fuel tank just yeah. disintegrated i think yeah that's a lot of material um to be just letting burn up in the atmosphere so yeah so kudos to spacex for continuing to lead the the charge here um Really cool to watch. It is, I mean, the Falcon Heavy was so unique and, and uh, a truly mind-blowing launch. This is something we've seen with the Falcon 9 as far as it landing itself. But in, in no way, it, this is no not anything that's just like, oh, that was standard. Oh, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we stayed up for it, and I'm glad we got the live capture of it. I think it'll sound really cool with the... The intermix of the audio from NASA and SpaceX in there, yeah, uh, alongside our voices, of course, and yeah, it's just a fantastic day. Yeah, Glad it, there's it. nothing negative here. Um, even if it had been a failure, I think it would have still been successful because that it, you know, if there was a failure, obviously it was something that we would have needed to address and and figure out um, for the next the next go the next try yeah there's so, no men or women on this right now yeah so. so if there if there had been a failure this would have been uh the right time to have it um and it would have been definitely something we would have learned from and uh and i'm sure there are probably things that are going wrong uh maybe internally on it mm-hmm. that they're still figuring out and little glitches here and there yeah so much um, monitoring yeah so place. and i'm sure we'll hear about some of that maybe um some of it maybe not yeah. just for uh you know privacy stuff but right um i think overall yeah you can't be disappointed it was definitely successful and now that this is successful i'm we're just looking forward to the the man flight yeah and brady's photos yep and brady's photos i can't wait to see those because the yep. night launch ones are sick yeah they're uh they're gonna be cool so can't wait to hear that and you know, or see those, I should say. And it might be a good time to reach back out to him and see if he's willing to do a follow-up interview. It's been a long time since we've had him. It's been almost uh, almost exactly a year, if not yeah. over a year, uh, since we've talked to our, our friend Brady. Yep. And um, he's done a lot since then. And I think that's, uh, you know, we've shared this sentiment before, but one of the things we really enjoy about this podcast is talking to people that are involved in some capacity in either space or have an interest in space, or they're involved in brewing that involves space themes like we had last month. Um, and Brady was one of the first people that, that interviewed with us, and um, to see what he's done in the in the last calendar year is pretty awesome. Have, have He took a trip to New Zealand and got to see the uh, Electron 9 rocket launch, and just so cool. Yeah. So cool to see him Some, uh, thriving out there. Yeah, cool experiences for him, and something that we uh we will definitely hopefully be able to do um in the future um go to some of these launches and and be able to share that with you guys but this is a good first step for us to Mm -hmm. be able to uh kind of sort of broadcast it yeah in a way Um, yeah just kind of just so share it with with uh with y'all um alongside us oh y'all's alongside us Y'all here at uh, uh, 3:16 a.m. Yep, at um, Pub 39A. So yeah, we are we're committed. We're at the pub. We're not at the we're not at the literal you know the actual pad, but yeah. we're at the pub. We're at the yeah. pub. So um, it's it's a it's a close second. Yeah. Um, I would love to be down for a launch sometime though, just to feel that chest pounding, um, just from the sound, you know, just it's like shaking your whole body, so to speak. And yeah. um, it would be it's definitely something we. We'll we'll do we'll do it yeah sooner than later absolutely we'll definitely go down there and I think you know as far as the podcast is concerned um, 
I hope that everyone got a chance to listen to last month's. That was a, a really cool experience for us to talk to someone who um, has a solid footing in the craft beer game, a 30-year career there. Someone who is extremely well-established and very, very um, acclaimed and has paired that uh, with his avid astronomy hobby in John Harris from Ecliptic Brewing. So if you haven't checked that out, episode 18 was, uh, I think, one of my favorites so far that we've done. Um, Definitely. And he, he was so gracious to be on with us. So we hope to, we've got some other stuff in the works. Yeah. Um, we've got some ideas and some, uh, some leads as far as future interviews um, with both space people and beer people as well. Yeah, because um, there is a uh, I think that there's a common interest. Yeah, that's what we're all about: space and beer. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we we definitely down the road here we'll um, continue to add more and more uh, guests, um, and uh, I think we got some definitely the wheels are turning on the, some future episodes and all that. So we're definitely excited and uh, and hopefully, like I just mentioned, one of those episodes involves us at a a manned launch yeah hopefully down the road you never know yeah maybe yeah yeah, sooner sooner than later and and we're excited too about the the first stage uh program that we've got going as far as the video side of things is concerned keep your eyes peeled for that we're going to continue to refine that as we go um where we'll have the 15 minute chunk on youtube and then the little clips of that 15 minute chunk all dispersed on instagram and twitter and whatnot and, little um, little promo, little yeah. promo action. Give you a, a little piece of the episode uh, ahead of time, and uh, yeah. or during uh, during the release of the episode. So, yeah, yeah, we crafted up a cool little theme uh, intro video with uh, a little uh, first stage logo that features a Saturn V, similar to the Saturn V that's on your uh, mirror up there. Yep. So it uh, it yep. fits it fits the theme and. Um, we're looking forward to it, and and really, again, it's just it's just something for us to. Uh, I think this is something that we enjoy. It's something we look forward to every month, um, and it's one more um, piece of exposure for us to spread uh, what we're trying to do. You know, with this podcast. Yeah. Um, we just had the guy that we met tonight at Brewery Vivant, which feels like forever ago now, but it wasn't that that long, long no. ago. Uh, but we were in their little store afterwards and uh, picking up this tasty beer. And I think I that I mentioned to you, it was like, oh, this will look cool for the podcast. It's a good yeah, space beer. Yeah. And the dude whipped his head around. And you guys have a podcast? Yes, we do. Matter of fact, yes, we do. Um, Said so it just like yeah. that. <laughs> and that, like we were talking earlier, I mean, this is uh, this is the kind of thing that we're gonna, you know, that excites me, and I hope people listening and people who follow us do the kind of the same thing where they they'll stay up late and they'll yeah they'll watch the iss go by or they'll they'll listen to uh you know whatever it is a broadcast of a launch or mm-hmm. go out something for the lunar eclipse you know, yeah go out, you know go out for a lunar eclipse uh you know this is the kind of thing that we we kind of thrive on that's that's why we're here mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of the passion for this this topic and um obviously it doesn't hurt to have a have a beer uh right, on yeah. tap too but this is this is why we're here and uh and hopefully this inspires more and more people to do that stay up and and mm-hmm. get out and look up and and watch these launches that are late at night and um you know hopefully you get your your your, your kids up if you have them and and uh and you you expose them to this kind of stuff this this is what it's all about so yeah absolutely it's uh it all comes down to this. It all comes down to to get out and look up, which is our our, our slogan. Yep. And it's it's a really important thing to do. Um, we've said it before. It's part of being a human being. Yep. It's part of being um, down to earth and uh, in tune with what's going on uh, out there in the cosmos. Yep. And uh, a really necessary part of modern day, I think absolutely if not more now than ever probably more now than ever yep Yep. i think so yep it's uh something to to really carry the torch for future generations because if 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 
the current generation just failed to uh, progress in the space flight world. That'd be a sad humanity, I think, for the next gen. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's... Uh, and, and a lot of people, you know, don't really have an interest or share an interest in this kind of thing. Um, and, and that it's been that way since Apollo and since all the, the actual space race was happening. Mm-hmm. But I think more and more people are getting excited about this and, and realizing that this is important for the growth of humanity. And that's like, that's what, um, you know, Jim Lovell used to say when, mm-hmm. you know, well, okay, we, when reporters used to go to him and say, well, we've been to the moon, why are we going back? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone looks at this as a, a routine flight and all that kind of thing. And um, why would we keep spending money on it? You know, and he, he kind of said, well, you know, if, if Christopher Columbus went to the new world and no one came back to the new world in his footsteps, you know, what, what, what would have happened? It just, yeah. one guy would have gone and that was it. You just know? a trip. Yeah. So, just, oh, cool. um, we went and did this and, and then... you know, and look at the change in this world because of all of those explorers. And this, that, this is what this is all about is like the exploration piece to it um you never know like this is this is going to change humanity as we know it yeah so this is a huge huge part and i think hopefully people get more and more people get excited about it yeah it's a it's an incredibly important piece to the puzzle to the puzzle of life um and it feels good to have watched this tonight makes me feel proud to be um to be able to watch it in the scenario we had so pretty cool night absolutely Pretty cool night but uh i think with that said it's now three twenty-three yeah. in the morning right, time to time to hit the hay get some z's yep um luckily it's a friday night or saturday morning as we've <laughs> we've learned yeah um so yeah uh we, we want to thank everyone for, for sticking around with us hopefully you're not having to listen to this at three twenty-three in the morning yourself but if you are hey cool yeah I'm, I'm about that yeah uh, if you want to follow us on our social media platforms, reach out at Eclipse on Tap on Twitter and Instagram, eclipseontap.space. I think we're going to do some updates to that soon. I'd like to see if I can get some information about our interviewees, kind of like the, the gamut of people we've had a chance to talk to yeah. um, up on the website. So that'll be coming soon. And then if you, if you uh, don't use any of those platforms, you want to just send us an email, eclipseontap at gmail.com. Um, that's the the best way to reach us is any of those avenues. Yep. So, and if you were at the launch, send us a photo. Yes, please. Including please you, do. Brady. Yes, Brady, please send us a photo. I know you will on Twitter. So We owe you some stickers, so we'll, we'll yeah. send you some. We will like it and retweet it for yep. sure. So, yep. um, yeah, we love seeing that kind of stuff. Interaction with people that listen to this podcast is, is something that keeps us, I don't know, driven to do it. Uh, I think we have enough drive... Um, from just space in general, but that kind of stuff is just cherry on top, I think. Yep. So absolutely. So with that being said, it's a wrap on episode nineteen. Crazy coming 19. up on the big two zero. The big two zero. It's gonna be a good one. It will. The month of March. Spring is. Uh, this is the month of March. Yep. The month of April. Spring will be fully upon us. It won't be yep. cold. So. Yep. So hopefully. Two, yeah. Yeah. For sure. You never know with the state of Michigan. You but. never know. Welcome to the Midwest. Yep. Yep. We'll see. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll tune in with you next time. And thanks for listening. And get out, look up, and cheers. <laughs>